How's everybody doing on this Thursday, Throwback Thursday? I don't know if you guys have anything posted or anything on social media for all your throwbacks, but we're going to take a look at some of the top headlines. Hopefully, you guys, I haven't had any feedback yet from any of you guys from listening to the podcast, from the new sound and all that stuff, and the new look with the logo. I had a couple people messaging me and how cool the logo was, and then I had a little poll on the uh, stories on Facebook as well and Instagram to uh, ask you all if you like the logo. So the, the logo is pretty badass. I ain't going to lie. I'm actually getting some uh, feedback as well and comments. Um, I'm probably going to do a um, t-shirt, sweatshirt, and a hat. I'm just doing it just all for me. And if you guys want one, you can donate and I'll give you some uh, of what I can get. I already, I'm already going through some kind of um, merchandise guy and uh, just waiting to see what the prices are. For all the stuff that I want to get, I want to eventually start getting a bunch of merchandise for it and like coffee mugs, all kinds of stuff. I have the logo. You can make whatever you want. It's pretty cool. Customink.com and then all kinds of other stuff too. But I'm doing a local uh, merchandiser right now uh, direct. So I'm just going to do one local here in Vandalia, Ohio. So that's pretty cool. So there's Ranger. Let's get into some top headlines. All right. Going to have a good show. Ohio State show preview recruiting special talking about some Rose Bowl talking about some recruiting topics got a lot of stuff I got about nine articles to talk about um, but we'll go through them pretty quickly here and the topic of conversation obviously is AB Antonio Brown releases lengthy statement tells his side of the story days after leaving Tampa Bay Buccaneers game I know I'm on a uh, sports group page on Facebook and everybody's getting, this is a heated topic right now. Um, I I don't know which way to lean towards. Was Bruce Arian a dick? Was AB lying? Uh, When I look at the video of him running off the field, throwing all of his clothes off, didn't look like his ankle was bothering him at all. But apparently he had an MRI on Monday revealing a broken bone fragment, ligament torn from the bone and cartilage loss. The wide receiver said in a lengthy statement released Wednesday night said he wasn't going to go back out there. Um, plus mental health issues, Buccaneers did not have any immediate comment to Brown's statement when reached later Wednesday night. So it's kind of funny to see how it goes full circle. Maybe A.B. was right. Maybe he wasn't right. Is he going to go on a team? Brown was on the field for 26 plays before his exit Sunday in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, got upset on the sideline. You could see, if you saw the video, I saw it on Instagram as well, that he was in it. Kind of Evans was kind of arguing with him, trying to tell him to calm down a little bit, but he threw his stuff off, ran out, and did his thing. I don't know. Um, kind of anxious to see what your thoughts are on this whole entire topic and deal. Should he have been upset? Is Bruce Arians at fault here? I don't know. Next. So, Novak Djokovic to remain in visa limbo until Monday as he fights deportation from Australia. So, the uh, tennis player... Spent a day confined in an immigration detention hotel waiting for a court ruling and dealing with the prospect of deportation from Australia because of an issue with his visa application related to COVID-19 vaccination regulations. That was pretty hard to say, and I said it all in one sentence. Ha! And one breath. Suck it! Oh, wait, the 20-time major champion, 
from Serbia will spend at least another night in immigration detention. Wonder how that looks like. Australia's Immigration Detention Center, or a hotel. Does it come with DISH? Is there Wi-Fi? What's going on there? Is he able to talk to the outside world? Or is he just detained all right there? He's from Serbia, so he should, he should know all that stuff. <laughs> with his visa canceled by Australian Border Force, officials who rejected his evidence to support a medical ex- exemption from the country's strict COVID-19 vaccination rules, Djokovic had to trade the practice courts for the law courts on Thursday, 34 years old. So that goes all into the court system and all that stuff, but this is just top headlines. We don't go into all that. Tuka Rask! If you ever know who that is, Tuka Rask! I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Signs AHL tryout contract and first step toward coming back for the Boston Bruins. We're talking about the NHL hacky. This guy's 34 years old, is an unrestricted free agent who underwent surgery to repair his torn labrum in his right hip late July, but he's expected to start for the Providence on Friday. Now, it's kind of anxious to see if he does come back. The Bruins, who hold the last wildcard spot in the Eastern Conference, have gone with a goalie tandem of 23-year-old Jeremy Swayman and veteran Linus Olmark, who signed a four-year, $20 million free agency contract last summer. So wonder what's going to happen. Rask is Boston's all-time leader in wins with a record of 306, 163, and 66. He won the Vizina Trophy as NHL's top goaltender in 2014 and was a finalist for the award in 2020. He's played in 104 playoff games for Boston, twice leading them to the Stanley Cup in 2013 and 2019. So you need Rask back in this one. Rask, du hast, du hast mich. Sorry, du hast mich zu rock, du hast mich zu rock, du hast mich zu rock. I'm sorry, it is that Ramstein. Ramstein. Top headlines, Thursday, throwback. Now it's time to get into our topic of conversation. Don't forget to, don't miss out on tomorrow's show. That's the uh, Dallas Cowboys special and the preview of the NFL's last season games. And the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Eagles. So remember that. It's a little teaser going into tomorrow's show. So hopefully you guys will listen and make your picks as well as I do. And I lost my brother by only like 10 points or so in my fantasy draft. But it doesn't matter because we both suck and lost. Let's take a look at uh, some recruiting. We're going to go recruiting first and then head into the Rose Bowl recap. Supposed to be on another podcast as well. Got invited for Saturday. So hopefully I might save it, share it, and send it all out to you guys on social media later, probably next week. Then um, I'm actually, I actually have, I think I have COVID or something right now, so I don't know what's going on. Had like a low-grade fever, supposed to be at work, but I am off. They will not let me go back until I get a COVID test done. So that is happening on Saturday. Then if I get negative, I can go back to work. And then Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're going to have that play-by-play commentary. That's the reason why I didn't go this past Tuesday. Um, had a fever. So anyways, let's take a look. I know that's too much information for you guys. You probably don't care. What what we're going to get into is the recruiting, like I said. Check out this Oklahoma State transfer. Uh, he probably came because of Jim Knowles, which is fine with me. The safety, Tanner McAllister. We need all the help we can get in the cornerbacks and defensive back situation. He commits to the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if, when you say Ohio State, you have to say the Ohio State. Has landed Oklahoma State transfer safety out of the portal, Tanner McAllister. Started every game for the Cowboy defense in 2021. Then entered the portal December 22nd. Now he's following his defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles. By the way, more more for Jim Knowles here soon. But let's take a look at the McAllister file, shall we? 
He is a senior, 5'11", 195, safety, Oklahoma State, 2018 and 2021, out of Rockwall Heath, Texas High School. He is a four-star recruit. You ready for his stats for last year, for this past season? 123 total tackles. Guy likes to get in the box, get stuff done, wreak havoc in the backfield. 4.5 tackles for loss. 12 PBUs, I don't know what that is, pass breakups probably, and one interception. He was a three-star prospect coming out of Class 2018, but he has now eventually moved up into a four-star athlete, transfer athlete. Ransom suffered, um, oh, that's just talking about some other guy for the uh, Ohio State. I don't know why I just did this. I already read the articles. I already had what I wanted to do. But anyways, he had 42 tackles this season, six pass breakups and an interception. And so far, that was this year. But then that was the total stats with 122 tackles and four and a half tackles for loss. That was everything. So he, here comes Tanner McAllister on Twitter. He's like, already written. Excited to begin this new journey with the Ohio State football. Let's go. He's committed. He's got. He's a senior, so we're going to try to get him a championship. That's what I'm talking about. That's just me saying that. All right, let's go to fan-sided. Ohio State football rumor. Coaching changes might be coming quickly. I, I've been. I already tried to. I get caught up. I do my research. I try to do everything that I can, and I'm trying to read all this stuff and then say it in my own words. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, they had to let, they have to let go somebody. How state needs to get better up front on the offensive line. Um, specifically when it comes to the run game, let's see that falls to Greg, uh, Strudrawa, who might be looking for a new position soon. So he's probably going to be gone. Um, the Buckeyes might be adding someone to the defensive staff fairly quickly with Jim Knowles. Uh, with a secondary lighten the load on Kerry Combs. I've heard that he might be bringing someone he was, uh, worked with past in Columbus. So this is all like inside information by this dude, Ryan Stano. So I don't have any information. I'm not in Columbus or anything. I have no way of of knowing. So I have to go through this. Buckeyes might be adding someone to the defensive staff. Uh, there have been rumblings that moves could be fairly quickly after the Rose Bowl. I still haven't heard anything yet. These staff changes will hopefully make this a better team next season. Offense is already good. We're just got to fix the defense a lot better. So hopefully Jim Knowles and company will get that done. So there's that. Then we're going to talk about Carson Hensman and what it means for his commitment for the 2022 recruitment class. So he's come uh, highly recruited. Ryan Day has said multiple times this season he cares more about on-field results than he does about how many stars they have. So uh, this is Carson Hensman committed to Ohio State on Tuesday. He'll be the first Wisconsin resident to play um, at Ohio State since Jimmy Mextroth out of Wilton, Wisconsin, played for Ohio State in 1971 and 1972 seasons, and only the third ever with Greg or George Ziv, Ziv, ah, my gosh, Zavistowski out of Racine, Wisconsin, who played a halfback back in 1939-1941. I go, you, you remember that? So here's a, I di- here's a quote. I didn't even know that has been told 11 Warriors to, oh man, excuse me, Tuesday. Um, says while his heart belonged to the Badgers, he went to Ohio State and decided to go there. And then here's a quote. I think Ohio State really spoke to me in a way that they care even more outside of football as they do about the athlete inside. That's end quote. Um, so on the field, Hensman has played every position on the offensive line for St. Croix Central. But his future with the Buckeyes will be inside at guard or center, not tackle. He's six foot four, 280 pounds. Hensman has a frame to put on weight. 
Um, like other offensive linemen before him, Hensman has drawn rave reviews on his athleticism. Um, from his film, Hensman is a lineman who plays to the whistle and can play and get to the second level with ease. Um, let's see. It looks he's an All-American. Here's some Car- uh, Carson Hensman, number 75, playing center, going at it with Iowa signed Aaron Graves. So has like some nice little videos here. So that's pretty cool well, out of his high school days. But I think that's going to be about it with that one. So looking forward for the future of Carson Hensman. Remember that name, Carson Hensman for the House State Buckeyes lineman. Ryan Day reveals what makes Jim Knowles the best fit as Ohio State defensive coordinator. And I read this article already before. Um, they were looking around. They said that Ohio State can get pretty much anybody. But this is what – let me just go ahead and answer that question with what Coach Day said. Here's a quote. We went through the process of trying to identify who would be the best fit for Ohio State. When you first look at it, somebody would say, well, at Ohio State you can get anybody. Well, we don't want anybody. We want the right guy, they said. And as you go through the different people throughout the country, I felt like Jim gave us the best situation moving forward to not only utilize the personnel that we've recruited to, but has a really good feel for what's going on in college football right now. So that's an end quote. Jim Knowles has been around. Um, he's 56, among the nation's highest paid assistant at Ohio State. He led one of the country's best defenses in 2021 while working under Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State. Cowboys led the nation in tackles for loss and sacks and finished within the top 10 in both opponents' yards per play and yards per pass attempt, rush attempt. He officially took over Ohio State the day after Buckeyes Rose Bowl victory. So it's kind of... Hoping that he makes a big impact. I know he did a good job, Ryan Day did, with um, after that uh, loss to Oregon and switching up the defense, defensive roles. Uh, I think it was to Barnes. But um, I don't know if they're going to keep uh, that one guy on. I don't know. Uh, what was his name? I can't even think right now. I'm just bouncing all over the place. But, um, yeah, let's keep moving. Rose Bowl provided potential excitement preview at Cade Stover at linebacker for the Buckeyes. This is another kind of guy that came in. He's from Mansfield, Ohio, a four-star prospect. Um, He's headed into his second year in Columbus. Offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson was able to get Stover to move over to offense. So he's he's actually a defensive player at linebacker. But they took him almost like they did with uh, the Steel guy, Um, moved him to linebacker he was a running back and now they switched moved this guy co Cade uh, Stover from the defensive side linebacker to an offense so Stover to move over to offense playing as a developmental tight end uh, in 2020 so he's been playing with Jeremy Ruckert and Luke Farrell so I said it's a, a slow transition but number two tight end behind Ruckert this past season um, but prior to the rivalry game against Michigan with Scarlet and Gray lacking some depth at linebacker, the third-year player went back to its roost on defense. Stover played one snap on goal line package against the Wolverines, providing a bit of preview for what was to come. Last week in Los Angeles, prior to the Rose Bowl, Stover was seen in a white defensive jersey during the hot State's practice. When the Buckeyes warmed up to face Utah and Pasadena, Stover wasn't the t- with the tight ends, but with the linebackers. So he's moving around quite a bit. There, that's good that they have some resiliency there. And it can move them around as well. So kind of looking forward to just seeing the um, 
upside of Cave Sto Cade Stover. Cade Stover, remember that guy's name. So now we're going to go into, this is some Rose Bowl um, recaps. This is out of the Des uh, Deseret News. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. But this is just the TV ratings. 2022 Rose Bowl between Utah and Ohio State tied for second most watched game of the college football season. Just wanted to let you guys know that. It was a high-scoring instant class that came down to the wire with Buckeyes kicker Noah Ruggles. Noah Ruggles, snuggle with Ruggles, baby. Snuggle with Ruggles. Giving Ohio State 48-45 win with a 19-yard field goal. Booyah. And there is the viewership. Viewership update. ESPN's presentation. Semis in New Year's 6, 15% over 2020. Three most viewed games of 2021-2022 season. Non-semifinal New York uh, NY6. Bulls average 17.7 uh, view, million viewers. Third best semifinal record. Um, so yeah, this one, uh, let's see Utah's win over Alabama in the 2009. Oh, this is all just old stuff. And then it's talking about 2022 Rose Bowl is tied for the second most watched game of the 2021 college football season, trailing the Orange Bowl college football playoff semifinal. So that's pretty good. 17. Oh, that was the Orange Bowl college football playoff. 17.2 million Rose Bowl was 16.6 million. So that's really good. Just just shy of the college football playoff semifinal in the Orange Bowl game for Georgia and Michigan. That's pretty crazy. Alabama actually it tied on the Cotton Bowl football playoff semifinal Alabama Cincinnati game, 16.6 million. The Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl college football playoff game tied with the same amount of viewerships. <laughs> that's pretty good. So, anyways, Rose Bowl 2021. We're talking about that. Just to recap. Ohio State Buckeyes trio demolished record books against the Utah Utes. So we're gonna we're looking at um, uh, it's just gonna be on ESPN. It's probably the same article that I've been that I just looked up. But anyways, um, Smith and Jigba tore it up. Marvin Harrison tore it up. C.J. Stroud um, kicked butt. So let's just take a look at the uh, records here. Smith and Jigba. Caught 15 passes for 347 yards and three touchdowns. Sophomore alongside Stroud and Harrison obliterated the school in record books. They also ignited Buckeyes Twitter. Here are some of the big numbers. You ready for this? 683. That's how many yards the Buckeyes offense accumulated Saturday, setting a new Rose Bowl record. I said 683 yards, setting a new Rose Bowl record. Get off your seats and shut up, everybody. We're going to shut everybody up this next season. The Buckeyes needed every bit of it to overcome a 14-point deficit because of their lack of defense. And that's why he brought in Jim Knowles. 15 and 347. That's Smith and Jigba's stat line for reception and receiving yards. We've talked about this. 15 receptions are the most ever in a Rose Bowl and is also Ohio State's single game record as well. I think that was beating out Chris Carter, I believe, but I'm not sure about that. So 347 receiving yards is not only a record in this bowl's history, but the fifth most ever in FBS history. He recorded 192 yards after catch. That's the most since Colorado Zavisca Chenault Jr.'s 214. That was back in 2018. Keyshawn, Mr. Key took to Twitter about this. Congrats to Jackson Smith for taking over my record. Congrats, man. Okay, I guess that was Keyshawn's record. Yes, it was back at USC when back in 1996. Most receiving yards in a Rose Bowl game. Keyshawn Johnson in 96 for USC. 212. 
and then he demolished that with 231. The next great one, OMG, that's Chris Carter coming out of nowhere. Respect for Smith and Jigba. Gary and Conley just got home and tuned into the Buckeye game. This man has 208 yards. I thought that was the team. <laughs> Number three, both Jigba and Harrison had three receiving touchdowns against the Utes. That ties a Rose Bowl record held by Michigan's Braylon Edwards from 2005 and USC's Deontay Burnett in 2017 and Alabama's Devontae Smith just last year. Harrison's father, we know who Marvin Harrison Sr. is, uh, pro bowler, Hall of Famer, never had three touchdown a game in his college career ever at Syracuse. 573. These are just all stats from the Rose Bowl. We're just killing it with the Buckeyes. Stroud threw for 573 passing yards. We're just getting started with the record breakers. Setting a new Rose Bowl record. That's a Rose Bowl record. It's also the third most all-time in any bowl game, only trailing BYU's Ty Detmer. Ty Detmer back in 1989 with 576. And Marshall's Byron Leftwich. Do you remember Byron Leftwich? Marshall, do you know where Marshall College is? It's in West Virginia, you freaking moron. Byron Leftwich had 576 yards back in 2001. And he is, uh, what is he, a Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator, I believe? Uh, Number six, the freshman signal caller also tossed six touchdowns, breaking the previous Rose Bowl record of five by USC's Sam Darnold back in 2017. It's also tied for the most ever in a bowl game in Big Ten history. Stroud is also the first FBS player with 500 passing yards and six passing scores in a bowl game in at least past 25 seasons. So get off of it. The games today was better than yesterday's games that Ted Jody Breeze was talking about. Rose Bowl, Charles Woodson. These are all the people going on Twitter. So there is your record-breaking Rose Bowl 2021 trio, Ohio State Buckeyes demolishing the Utes. I wouldn't say demolished. They just won by a field goal. But got to get better on defense, guys. I want to talk about a little bit about the Pac-12. So the Pac-12 football bowl review. They got shut out, boys. So if anybody's trying to make a case out there on the East or the West Coast, I'm sorry. But the Pac-12 went 0-7 in bowl records the past two seasons after the Pac-12 lost both its postseason games by wide margin seasons. Pac-12 champion Oregon losing to Iowa State 34-17 in the Fiesta Bowl. Colorado falling 55-23 to Texas and Alamo Bowl. Now this season, the only Pac-12 team invited to a bowl that did not lose was UCLA. And the Bruins, nonetheless, may have had a worse postseason showing of any Pac-12 school because they pulled out of the Holiday Bowl less than five hours before kickoff. Had to stop the had to stop the hurt, boys. North Carolina State officials said they had been given no previous indication that UCLA was in jeopardy. So let's take a look at some bowl games. Um, the Pac-12's disappointing season. The LA Bowl, December 18th. Utah State 24. Oregon State 13. Bye-bye. Alamo Bowl, we just talked about that. December 29th, Oklahoma whooped up on Oregon 47-32. to I love bashing on the Pac-12 because everybody thinks the Pac-12 can do good. And this is another one here, Las Vegas Bowl, December 30th, where I was just living at a couple months ago, Wisconsin beats Arizona State 2013. Got to root for the Big Ten sometimes. Here's the Sun Bowl, December 31st. Central Michigan beats Washington State 24-21. And then the Rose Bowl. We just talked about that, Ohio State 48 over Utah 45, another Pac-12 going down. So the Pac-12 
are 0 and 5 and the American are 3 and 1 in the bowl games. I am so sorry. So sorry for the Pac-12. Pac-12 suck again. No soup for you. All right, now we're going to another um, SI game recap. I want to try to make it a little bit interesting for the final part of the show. And I want to play some. uh, We're going to go to the second half of the Ohio State game. And we're going to play some cool highlights here. This is a second touchdown on the day from Marvin Harrison Jr. If you can listen to it. Stroud surveys, throws the end zone. Easy pitch and catch. And the touchdown, the second today for Marvin Harrison. There you go. That's out of Barstool, Ohio State. Hopefully Barstool, Ohio State, if you're listening right now, check me out. I know they did. uh, My cousin put me on blast out there on the Instagram about the Barstool because I guess they're searching for the next... Uh, big time guy and he put my name in there I don't know if I'm that good I just don't I don't research well now if I ad lib and all that stuff I'm really good but if I'm trying to research and read articles like I usually do I try to I'm gonna try to just paraphrase everything here's Marvin Harrison Jr. season stats nine catches three touchdowns take a listen looks left throws end zone catch made oh that was not as good as I thought that was Marvin Harrison here's another one Smith and Jigba catches for a 30-yard touchdown pass from Stroud. His third score of the game, kicked by Ruggles, is good. Ohio State leads 45-38. And here is that. Some Okay. Oh, it's not working for some reason. So we'll not do that one. But here is the are you kidding moment. The Utes tie it up with this touchdown. The game. Two minutes to go. First down for the 15. Barnes walked into the end zone. It's Kincaid again. He's got it. What a score over the smaller Hickman. And I love how he put the ball up in the air. That's clearly a touch. He got two in that one. He got two feet in that one. And then with the last second, Utah quarterback Brian Barnes completes a 15-yard pass to tight end Kincaid in the end zone. That was the... uh, they just talked about with one minute, 54 seconds left to go in the game that tied it up at 45. Didn't know what Ohio State was going to do, but we knew something was going to happen. But with nine seconds left, Ruggles lands the 19-yard field goal to win the game for the Buckeyes. I don't have it on Twitter. I can't watch it for you guys to get the game winner. But Ruggles, snuggle with Ruggles. Snuggle with Ruggles, baby. Ohio State Buckeyes are Rose Bowl champions. What an outstanding game. Presented by Capital One Venture X. Ohio State Buckeyes get the win. And we already talked about all the uh, the stats and accolades. C.J. Stroud, Smith, and Jigba, and Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm really looking forward to the future of the Buckeyes with these guys at the helm. They're going to be the next leaders of today. And I am so excited for what the Buckeyes will bring for next season. We're going to destroy, and I'm saying destroy, the team up north. Because uh, we're going to have that revenge. J- Jim Harbaugh better leave. Because you know, I, I know that I sent a uh, Twitter to my brother. Because my brother and sister and all them, they're Michigan fans. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with them. They were dropped on their heads as children. But all I'm saying is that 
Jim Jim Horvath better be leaving Michigan because I just saw that he was trying to get, put his foot in NFL. It's like, oh, he wins one game, he has one good season, beats Ohio State one year. It's like, oh, let me go to the NFL now. I'm I'm done with the college. <laughs> Loser, you're going to get your butt taken to you. To you, I'm just excited about this. You guys are going to lose, anyways. Just thought I'd let you know. All right, love you guys. God bless. Tip your waitress.